and welcome to the Super 90s Brothers. I am your host, Brennan Pointer. Along with me is Adam J. Pitzler. How's it going, buddy? With you, as always, it's Adam. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I'm, uh, you know, and just sitting here and ready to do this podcast. And, uh, you know, I was going to mention the weather, but I, you know, I'm not going to do that today. Um, yeah, forget forget the weather. It's a podcast. Yeah, it's... Uh, so, uh, well, I want to thank everyone for, uh, for listening. Um, I want to thank, you know, I, we got a lot of listeners in our last show and, uh, I just want to thank you for, you know, listening to Southern Law, listening to all of our past, past, uh, podcasts and, uh, you know, follow us on Facebook and you can follow me and Adam on Twitter. I'm at Bropo Mode. Where are you at, Adam? At Adam Pitzler. And, uh, as always, you can email the show, ask us, to you know, do a '90s TV show, movie, video game, um, and you can email us at, us at super90sbrothers at gmail dot com. Um, and Super '90s Brothers is all spelled out. Um, so yeah, um, well, I, I'm not sure if we did we tease this show. Have we ever teased this show, Adam? I'm not sure if we did. We are teases in more ways than one, but we have not teased this. So uh, obviously, if you're listening, we are doing one of my all-time favorite video games, if not the most favorite, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Ow! For the Nintendo 64. Um, so that's what we'll be talking about Ow! today. Um, if you listen to this show at all, you would know why I'm such a humongous fan. Well, you know that I'm a humongous fan just based on the fact that I named my son Link. Um, so it's a good indicator. A, <laughs> and that's about as nerdy as I get um, naming my kid after a video game. Um, it's not but, true. Uh, he gets much nerdier, just not publicly. Well, I, I guess we'll figure out. We'll find out how nerdy I get today because, like, video games is like one. Of the, like, I'm not very like. TV shows, movies, like I can talk about them, you know, pretty well. But like video games is like where, you know, where I'm the best. Like I play, I play, I played video games since I was like three years old, and um, and I still play video games today, and I'm 34 years old. So I've been playing video games for 30 years of my life, Adam. Um, First of all, you're I'm, bad at math. 34 less three is not 30; it's 31. Second of all, what game could you possibly have been playing at three to where you were doing anything other than just somebody put a controller in your hand and you instantly died? And they took a picture and said, "Oh, he likes video games," but you're not really playing. You know what I mean? Um, you're right. You're probably right. Uh, I probably I got my first Nintendo when I was four years old. I remember it vividly. I I was living in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and I got uh, a Nintendo home of the, at my uncle home of the Cor- home of the Corvette factory. That's true. I that is that's where my grandfather worked. So, like I said, uh, today we are doing one of my favorite games of all time, Ocarina of Time. Um, but but before I get there, um, I want to remind everyone: please, please, please. Review us on iTunes. Give us those five star reviews. Um, we've got a couple come in the last uh, since last episode, and um, so yeah, just give us those reviews. We we really we really need it. We really need to get to that num- that twenty mark. Um, and so if you're 
you know, if you're a friend of ours or a family member and you haven't reviewed us yet, please do your duty and review us on iTunes. I think we almost need to start offering like a reward or something at this point. Oh, I offer, I've offered my, co I offered my coworkers drinks if they would go and review us on iTunes. I really want to get to that 2020 mark. So, uh, <laughs> um, so. Okay. Um, well, I, I, I will start offering your coworkers drinks too. Perfect. Um, that's, I don't, I just, I don't you know, if you have multiple, if you have multiple iTunes accounts, like, you know, review uh, us a couple times. No, so. let's not do that. Let, let, that's, that's low and shady. We're above that. Don't do that. Just grab your wife's phone and give us a review from her account. That, yeah, that's, that's kind of what I meant. No, um, that's a, I was being above the level. You were being underhanded. <laughs> um, so let's, yeah, let's get, let's get to it. Um, so Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Ow. I'm going to, I'm going to give my shot since I'm the, I'm the connoisseur of all that is Zelda for, you know, for the two of us. I'm going to give the synopsis of Zelda Ocarina of Time. All right. Ow. So here goes nothing. <laughs> Zelda Ocarina of Time. It's about Ow. a boy, a boy, a little fairy boy um, named Link. And he has to save the Princess Zelda from Ganondorf. That's, Pretty much it. Um, and so, what, is Ga what does Ganondorf do to the world that makes him makes this journey pressing? Well, so basically, so basically, Link is the hero of time. He is uh, he's predestined to save the kingdom of Hyrule, and wow. and so what he's doing is he's trying to in the in the video game he you know he has to go to all these dungeons and collect all these. You know, different people, um, he has to, well, in the beginning when he's younger, so like the, the, the game split up into two parts, are kind of two parts. Um, the first part, he's, he's young and he has to, he has to go collect these medallions to open the, the, the Temple of Time and inside the Temple of Time holds the Master Sword. Um, and he has to get the Master Sword because he, you know that's the only that's the only thing that can defeat Ganon. Um, but when he kind of stupid he, of Ganon to leave that line around, by the way. Leave what line around? The Master Sword. Well, only the only the Hero of Time can can get. It's like the sword and the stone. Only the well, Hero of Time a, can. He could put a guard or something there, couldn't he? I mean, you just go get it, right? Well, like, oh, there it is. Well, you go pull it out. In the, well, in the game, in the game. Uh, the, he wants Link to get. He wants him to get the the Master Sword because it opens the it opens a gateway to the realm of um to the the realm of ages or something like that. I, I don't know that 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 precisely. So basically, he's like he gets he he gets his Link to go get the sword so he can uh. So I know you're the Zelda guy, place. but you're not the synopsis yeah. guy. Like, even as okay. I'm listening to you now, I'm thinking, why did we agree to let you do the synopsis? We'd be better off reading Wikipedia. <laughs> I know, I, trust you me. You are so I, all over I, the place. Um, what, what, what's your synopsis, Adam? All right. Do you have so a synopsis? There's, yeah, there's a kid. He's, uh, he's special. He goes around collecting... Um, 
weapons, hearts, and as you said, medallions. He learns new moves, new spells. He makes new friends. He collects bigger, better swords, better crossbows, shit that shoots arrows. He gets involved with Ganondorf, who's this evil dick who's trying to take over Hyrule, including the princess who he has eyes, who, you know, Link has the hots for. Somehow, like, the world gets turned upside down to this, like, evil ghost world, and there's Ganondorf ruling over it, and everyone's miserable now. There's, like, ghosts out in the field, like, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. So what does Link have to do? Well, he goes through the Temple of Time. Now he's an adult, bitches, and he can wield a big-ass sword, a much bigger sword than when he was a kid. But what's he got to do now he's in the upside-down world? He's got to, like, defeat new, shittier, harder palaces with kinds of, like, all kinds of, like, tricks and specials and fucking water that moves up and down when you hit little levers to the point where it drives you insane. Then he's got to defeat all of those so he can go to, you know, the very last level where Ganon's there waiting for him, you know, with a giant erection saying, let's go, Link, let's do this, and then you got to kill him to save Hyrule and get in with the princess. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the plot, but that's like, it's own, but like, there's no, there's no upside down world. This isn't uh, Stranger Things. Uh, in Ocarina of Time, Link, when he gets the Master Sword, he's transported into the future as an adult Link, and what is now Hyrule is now, like, kind of like, like, it's it's been, like, 10 years since he was, you know, a kid, and it's, like, it's just under the rule of, like, it's basically like Nazi Germany. It was, like, Germany was great until Hitler came, and now, you know, 10 years well, later, was, Hitler's been, you know, Hitler's, that whole you know, been in control. That was... World War One. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Germany was great. It was full of peaceful, loving people with a beautiful language, a language filled with love. <laughs> so that, that was probably a terrible uh, comparison. Yeah, yeah. But I don't uh, know that Ganondorf is quite like Hitler. I couldn't even. T- I don't even know that anybody got killed. Did oh Gandalf yeah, he kill he anybody? Killed thousands of people, millions of people in the yeah, land of Hyrule. More, I don't know. You? They were just like I don't did know. We know them. <laughs> Does it, if a tree falls in the woods and no one hears it, did it happen? It story sense. aside, story aside, I mean, this was one of the first. You know, this is actually one of the first. Uh, well, not the first. Links of the Past had a had a story to it. Um, you know, all this all this kind of had a story to them. But this Link to the Past had a story. This is the first one that really have like. You had cutscenes. It had you know there was a very in-depth story to it um and so yeah i mean there there was a lot that was going on here and um you know when link gets older his he goes from dungeon to dungeon and he has to like free these free sages to like help him get more powerful to to defeat ganon um so but uh but yeah i mean what did what do, I want to know, Adam? Like, what before we get into like my experience of like Zelda and Ocarina of Time? Like, what is your did you play did you play Ocarina of Time? I know you had a sixty four, and I'm sure this was like on your uh, on your radar as a kid. Yeah. Um, funny story. So I I mean I like I really love the original Zelda. I could talk about that one all day. Um, but for for the was, for the Nintendo the original for the Nintendo. Yeah, the original Zelda okay. on Nintendo. Okay. Um, okay. When this one came out, it was sort of odd. I, I was at my sister's house, and I was like a freshman or maybe a sophomore in high school, and she was living in this little apartment in Federal Way. And I can't remember what happened, but I like walked down the store down the street to a store to get a soda or something, and 
there was like some sort of like little makeshift garage sale going on in a really odd part of Federal Way. And there was all these like pre-wrapped copies of Zelda Ocarina of Time. They were selling for 20 bucks a piece. I was like, oh my God. Like at the time I hadn't really sought out Zelda, but I, I found myself in this like really unusual buying opportunity where I could get like a brand new game for 64 that wasn't very old that everyone I, that everyone I had talked to said they liked for 20 bucks. Looking back, I'm pretty sure that those were hot. <laughs> I like, st- I, <laughs> I bought a stolen copy of Zelda because it wasn't like, it was so weird. It was like in the parking lot and it was all put together a very short notice. You could tell. Anyway, so I bought it. I brought it home and I tried, man. I, I tried to play it. I tried to get into it. I think I made it. This was sophomore year of high school, I think. I think I made it to like, I don't know, the Shadow Temple or something in the upside down world. And uh, I, to be frank, there's there's a lot about this game that I don't find particularly intuitive. And I a, a lot of video games plant clues here and there about how to move the story along. And I think this game is maybe one of the worst games all time at that. There is so much just butt-fudding around, trying to figure out where to go, what to do. And the and the the landscape of the world is so big, and if you don't know where you're going, it would literally it takes you like so long just to walk from point A to point B. And if like if you don't before you get all the warps and before you get the horse to ride around, and like it's just it's like a really slow, boring game. And, I, and the nighttime and daytime would come and go, and that was a little annoying. I, I don't know. There was a lot of I particularly remember this one. Like, there's this one level where you're, like, inside of, like, a giant, like, water beast's belly. And there's, like, a princess down there. And there's, like, this box or something you have to mm. stand on. And there's all these little maneuvers where you you have to set the box here. And you have to stand on the box and throw the princess at just the right angle. Then she lands on the switch, which opens the door, which allows you to go to the next room. And there's a lot of things that, like, after you've done it once or twice, it just becomes, oh, yeah, let's go do that. It's, like, very simple. But if you don't know what you're doing and you don't have like a cheap ass strategy guide, which like everybody I know who played this game had because you're all fucking losers. Like if you were trying to beat the game yourself and you didn't have somebody to talk to about it. And this was before the Internet. There's all kinds of shit. It's like, man, I have no idea how to even advance the story. Even getting to that damn giant fish that eats you. You have to present the king water fish person with like a, I don't know, like a goldfish or something in a, something in a bottle. But you have to be standing on the exact right place when you press the side C button to do that. Otherwise, nothing happens. And so I remember, like, being in his chamber going, like, well, that didn't work. You know what I mean? Like, you have to stand in exactly the right space. And it's not like even one says, like, stand here. There's an X or a carpet or something. Same with some of the Goron shit. You have to stand, like, on their little carpet when you present the C. And some of that stuff just isn't very intuitive to me. Like, so I would I would go in there, and I thought I had the the, the answer to the riddle. And I would try and hold it up with C, and nothing would happen. Why? Because I was one foot fucking to the left or something and so i'm like oh god damn it i knew i thought that was it so what would i do i would go back out in that giant boring landscape of a world and dick around trying to find something else out until finally i get frustrated and go back and go, i don't know what i'm doing wrong like again and again and again with this game hmm interesting well that was your rant for the day um <laughs> and I've, I've re i've so i've repurchased the game twice since then because i ended up selling it i like traded it for like that shitty ass South Park video game that came oh, out gosh. when we were like sophomores or juniors. Anyway, I've purchased the game twice again since then. It's it's actually sitting in my 64 right now. I've both times I've tried to replay it within the last I don't know five years. 
both times I get to the second world and I get to those really confusing dungeons like that stupid water dungeon. I'm like, oh my god, mm -hmm. this just isn't fun. It's like tedious. It's like work. Like moving your little link around this giant landscape and trying to catch the ghosts in a bottle. Try and like getting all those skulltolas and whatever those things are called. I don't know. Oh, it's it's yeah. all very... It's just very... It's like a chore. It's like the game can be such a chore sometimes. And I, I didn't find it particularly action-packed. Like you were just walking around thinking, doing nothing in these large open landscapes half the time. So for someone who says like games are are too easy, like how do you how do you say this game is too hard? Like I feel like this is what this game was designed for people who have a difficult find like find games that are difficult fun. I guess I guess I don't. I guess to me, there's a difference between being a game being difficult and a game being confusing. And to me, those are two very different things. There's a challenge. Like, you and I play Cuphead, right? And if, if you guys yeah. haven't played Cuphead, it's sort of like this throwback platformer, uh, like shoot 'em up where you're these two little guys with, like, your two little cups, essentially, and you're, you're doing battle with all these crazy monsters in sort of, like, this old-timey landscape. And it's a really fun, addictive game, and it's very, very hard. Would you agree? It's very difficult. It's extremely difficult. Yeah, yes. but, but every level you know exactly what you're trying to do you are trying to kill the other guy with your weapons. And there's several ways you can go about that. There's different weapons you can use. But the goal is very simple. The, the difference to me with this Zelda game and some other Zelda games, frankly, is that the goals are not always very clear. You're like, like in the new Fallout games, and when you start a new mission, you get like a little like uh, marker on your map saying, okay, to press this mission forward, you need to go to this location and search for, I don't know, uh, a schematic. Whereas in Zelda, it's like, okay, go find the schematic. And you may or may not find some person in town who says, well, you know, I heard the schematic was around the mountaintop, something like that. And I would say that more often than not, those, those little hints don't exist or they don't exist effectively in Zelda Ocarina of Time, in my opinion. So there was a lot, for me, there was just a lot of fucking around. There's a lot of walking around, not knowing if I'm accomplishing something, not knowing what to do. Confusion has never been something I've dealt well with, particularly. I I like to know a plan. I like to know where I'm going, what I'm doing. Yeah, that's just me. I, I don't like ambiguity. I don't like. Am I what What am I doing right now? Is it helping me advance the story? Is it helping make my character stronger? I don't know. I I'm just not a fan of that. I I get I get very frustrated, and to me, that's not fun. Um, whereas a a challenge. I sort of dig within myself, like to beat Cuphead or to beat, I remember beating Street Fighter 2 on like, you know, above, above level four where you'd get the cool endings and stuff. Like that was very challenging, but the goal was very simplistic. I don't know. To right. me, that's, that's how I differentiate the two. And, and, and I, I'm willing to admit that I could be wrong. I've certainly met a ton of people that love Zelda, like of all walks of life, but I've also met a ton of people who love Zelda who had the strategy guide or who always look shit up online. You know what I mean? So, I, yeah. I don't know. So, I mean, I'll give you my, I mean, my reaction to that is just that I, I, I can't really, I can't really comment on like how going from point A to point B in Zelda and like how, if it's difficult or not, because I don't really remember that piece of it. I will say I didn't use strategy guides. I had a strategy guide for Zelda eventually after I beat the game. Cause like I, I would, I would buy a strategy guide after I beat a game just so I could like find just so I could learn more about the game. Um, and uh, one of the things I will say 
when I played uh, when I played Zelda the first time was that I did have the internet. I had um, and, I, and I, if I ever got stuck, I you could and it goes back to what you were saying about like the like the horde mentality. This is back when like strategy like online wasn't really. It was more like conversations of like how to get from you know point A to point B or like if you get stuck somewhere and it was a, this website called uh, Game FAQs and I still think it exists to this day. Um, but like you could go on there and you could like find like conversations about like parts of the game that like people are struggling with and you could and you could get a little bit of help of like you know moving forward like because like like I was only in like like you said like when this game came out we were in ninth grade and you know it's this was, you know, it was a difficult game. You're going to get stuck. And, and I definitely didn't beat this game like by myself, like from the beginning to end, I definitely got some help along the way from, and I did have, and I had friends too that played the game. Well, I'll just kind of start where I first experienced Zelda. Um, and since, and so it's, we we're recording the show in the month of December. So it's very topical. Um, I got, I got Zelda with my Nintendo 64. Um, for Christmas and it was it was honestly probably the greatest um Christmas of all time like I had wanted Nintendo 64 for like I, I think Nintendo 64 released in 1996 or 1997 um and and I did I hadn't had one I had not gotten one yet I was still playing Super Nintendo um and I was a, such a humongous Zelda fan and all I wanted to do was play Zelda and I was like there was but there's just no way to when you're, you know, when you're in ninth grade, you, you don't have any money. You got to rely on your parents to kind of get you stuff. And I, I didn't work. So I just, so I got one. I got one for Christmas. I got Ocarina of Time. And it was, oh, it was life-changing. Um, Ocarina of Time to me is, it, there's a lot of games that I consider my, my, there's a lot, there's a lot of games in my top five that kind of change here and there. But like Ocarina of Time is, has to be, close to being one of my favorite games of all time. Um, so it just blows yeah. my mind because there's so much inactivity in that game. There's so much just walking around. Yeah. It's just the, the exploration. It's the, it was, the but you've already to, explored uh, it. You've explored it already. There's no exploration after you've done it the first time. It's just like going down the same path of travel. I don't know. It's just, I, I, I like playing, playing games multiple times. Like, especially when you're like, when you're young and it's, all you do is play video games, like, I mean, that's what I would do on the weekends, or that's what I would do with my friends at night. Like, we'd play video games. We'd play Super Mario Party. We'd play, you know, racing games. Like, if I was by myself, I'd probably... And it probably took me a good four or five months to beat this game. Like, I remember beating this game um, and beating Ganon for the first time. And it was probably in April, April or March of like 1999 when I, when I finally overcome Ganon. Cause like, like you said, there wasn't, there was a lot, this game was really big. There was like 10 dungeons there. And a lot of them were very intricate. Like you talk about the water temple, like that, that temple is so stinking difficult. It's like, it's notorious for how difficult it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, but I don't know. It's just, it's Zelda. And like, I, played so much Zelda from like Super Nintendo that like I was so excited for this and I, and and this was like very it was at the very infancy of like internet and I remember when E3 in like 1996 
released like a a sword fight that had like between Ganon and Link, and it was so cool. And I was just like, it's kind of like it's 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 Zelda in 3D. It's like it's Zelda like Mario. Like it was just like that was what was so exciting about it for me. So. All right. Um, well, I never, I never beat it. I did beat the water temple, um, in high school, but I don't think I. So I, I sort of remember after the water temple being disinterested in moving forward. I remember thinking, man, that was just not fun at all. <laughs> and I, I don't right. think I. I feel like there was some temple after that, like a shadow temple or something. And I just, I never, I just didn't do it. I didn't care. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, it's I, that's happened to me in Zelda games before too. Like I was just like. There, the, I mean, it happened to me in like, uh, like in the sequ- the sequel to Ocarina of Time, like Majora's Mask, like, and I don't really need to talk too much about it, but like that game came out like a year later, and it was like it was a Zelda game, and I should have been really excited for it, but it wasn't because it was it was like it's like it's not really in Hyrule, and but like some of it gets really really difficult, and it was just like this isn't fun, like this is not fun for whatever reason. I remember, to me, it, it, I remember Zelda watching was Big fun. Chris. I remember watching Big Chris play Majora's Mask for, I don't know, 20 minutes one time at his house. And I swear to God, all he did was run around putting different masks on his head and talking to people. Mm, yeah. That was that was one of the things about Majora's Mask that, like, was there was a lot of you, you wore different masks and became different, like, a different type of character. Like, you had different abilities. And for some whatever reason, I didn't like that. All right. So. Well, Brennan, what was your favorite dungeon in the game? Oh man, there are so many dungeons. Uh, there, I, there is, I believe, ten in total, um, not including the uh, the final boss. But my favorite dungeon is probably the Forest Temple, um, and I, I believe is that the that, one. That, that, is that the one where is that the one where Ganon is like riding a horse at the end, and he keeps popping out of like these picture frames on all four corners no. of the room. Honestly, I don't remember the boss to the Forest Temple. I just remember the 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 boss of the. Uh, I just remember the the overall layout of the temple was very like it takes place at the very beginning of the game where you where you start as Link and you go back there later as an adult and um and it was just very the ambiance of it was very like it was it was just a cool it was a cool it had good good puzzles it had it wasn't very difficult which is probably why I liked it. Um, and it's where you got the bow and arrow, like for the first time. And so, I'm pretty like, sure that is the one. Is... I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that is the one I'm talking about, where there's like a ghost of Ganon on a horse at the end. Okay, yeah. And, oh, and you yes, and then you have to like uh, you have to shoot them with arrows to like um, yeah. And in the very and they're you... in the very beginning of the the temple, there's like this big open room with doors on four sides, and there's like four lanterns, and there's four of those little ghosty guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. No, no that's. Actually, I w- I would agree. That's probably the best temple in the game, um, because it it was it wasn't very frustrating in the sense of man, I don't know what to do. Like you sort of knew what you had to do. You didn't know how to figure it out always, but you knew what your goals were. And I I like I liked levels like that. I also like the first um, Goron. I think it's like the the first lava underworld Goron temple. I don't like the later one as much. I think that mm-hmm. one's just really big, and I don't know. The the first one yeah. I I really like. When you're a kid, yeah. When you're a kid, yeah, yeah. I yeah, think it's like the mean, second second or third dungeon in the game. 
it, it's the second one. Yeah. Um, the, the earlier ones are very, they're setting you up to like learn how to do puzzles for later on in the game. Um, and so that's, you know, that, I mean, so the early, like the first very first temple in the Dooku tree, um, or Deku tree, whatever you want to call it, uh, is very easy, but I just remember it just, it was very, it was very fun. Like it was like a good introduction yeah. to like, you know, playing the game. Um, but yeah, for, do you have any favorite weapons? Do anything and be like that you um, like something that I would... get. I guess I would say that there was like this. I think it's in the second Goron Temple. The you get like this badass hammer. It's kind of like Thor's hammer. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. I remember thinking that was. I remember thinking that was cool for whatever reason. Oh, and obviously, uh, like the hook shot, the hook shot, and the long shot were cool. Yeah, the I was gonna say hook shot the. The hook, the advanced hook shot, the one that like goes out, that goes even longer, really helps you out later in the game when you just like, when you want to get around quicker. My favorite yeah. weapon in the game is a is a kind of a secret. You, it was like a, it was called the Goron sword, um, and it was yeah. a sword that. So there was this, there was this Goron sword, or there was like a, a big sword that you could get, but it would break, um, and then, but there's this quest that you can do, like, and it's totally like optional. That you can, you can do all these like, do all these like tasks, and then you get this like ultimate Goron sword, and it's unbreakable. It's humongous. The only drawback was you couldn't use a shield with it, but uh, but using it was just like it was. It made the game a little bit Did, easier. Is, the, is this the one where you had to like, there was like a you had to wa- like run across the world in like a time limit to yes, complete uh-huh. the fun. Yeah, so. Yeah. When I tried to replay Zelda, this was only like three or four years. Oh, it was about four years ago, right before I moved into my new place. And when I tried to replay it, I found that on the internet and I did it. And I remember thinking after I did it, I was like, there's no fucking way a kid without a strategy guide or the internet would have ever been able to do this. Yeah, you're probably right. Or, yeah, I did, that was definitely a stri- that was definitely in my second playthrough where I did that. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so. So, to, so to me, that's... That's not a hallmark of a great game, by the way, where you can't, where you need strategy guys to figure shit out. Like, I don't know. I'm just being grumpy old man, I guess. I mean, everyone loves this game except me, and I recognize that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's just so much, there's so much to this game, and like, that's, you know. Uh, could could you explain something series? to me? Yeah. Who the hell was the Sheik? Okay, so. In the second half of the game, when you become big, there's this character that comes and helps you out, um, and she's Sheik, and she's part of the, she's comes from the Sheikah tribe, um, and, but in the end, you find out that Sheik is actually just Zelda, like Zelda in disguise. Um, Wait, Sheik's and, a Sheik's a girl. Sheik's a girl. Yeah. Is it supposed to be uh, what's the word, androgynous like that? I, I think it is because I think they were trying to hide the fact that like that this is Zelda. Like um, Okay. Early in early in the game when you when you're a little when you're a little kid link, you got to go find Zelda. And this is kind of what starts off the whole like you need to go capture these um these things to like so you can stop Ganon from like taking over the world, which ultimately leads to him taking over the world. Um but um Anyways, and you meet like Zelda's nanny, 
um, and I forget what her name was, but like she, they kind of look similar. Um, and I think you assume that like, oh, this is that woman from earlier on in the game. And like she protects, she was like the bodyguard for Zelda. But then in the end, like Zelda is actually Sheik and they're one and the same. And Sheik help, comes along in parts of the game and like helps you out. Um, and so, but yeah, Sheik is Zelda. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so that yes, they're 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 one and the same. And you and if you've played any, you know, you know, Super Smash Brothers, you would know that. So I um, I have played Super Smash Brothers, I didn't know that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh but yeah, um I mean there's not really there's only a couple characters in the game. There's you know, there's Link, the silent the silent hero, there's Ganondorf, um who is basically the human version of Ganon. Um, for those who, who aren't familiar with the series, Ganon is like the, the main bad guy throughout most of the games. Um, and he goes by a, a couple of n- names, and it's Ganon and Ganondorf. And Ganondorf is just like the, the human form of Ga- Ganon. Um, and so eventually in this game, he becomes Ganon, the, like, and he's like a big like the, giant. The, pi- boar, the pig boar, monster? Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so he does revert to being so. a pig monster. That's good. He he does at the very so you've never beat this game, right? No, I've I've had the chance. I've gotten so close and every time I just lose complete interest because it's it's not fun anymore. Um you so you're you you would hate the ending of this game, Adam. I didn't, I didn't write this down as like a note to talk about, but we should talk about it because yeah, spoiler. the ending of this Go game ahead. Is a is the most disappointing is what is very disappointing. So, part of the story is that like Zelda like tells you like, hey, go collect these things, and um, and then we'll you know we'll seal Ganon away. <laughs> well, at the end of the game, you've done all this stuff. You've 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 gone and you've released all these sages. You've you have the tri the triforce of uh of courage. Um. And uh, you, anyways, and you beat Ganon, and you do all these great things, and then like eventually you, you you're talking to Zelda, and she's just like, Link, I need you to go put the sword back in the Temple of Time, because when you when Link puts his sword back in the Temple of Time, it just reverts all time back to the where she was at, and like it seals the it seals the Temple of Time away from Ganon, and so basically so what happens in the, end of the game, you're just like, so. At the end the of the game, upside down world goes away, did. and you're a little kid. Yes, and that's it. Like you could have just done that in the very beginning of the game. <laughs> like, so you could have just never gotten the, the sword. Correct. So it's yeah. what I said earlier. It's like, what the hell is Ganon leaving that around for? Right. I don't know. But um, <laughs> that is stupid. I would have hated that. It's not. It's not nearly as bad as the Pokemon collecting all 150, though. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, so well, Brennan, um So Zelda has like kind of a storied history. Like, like we, you said Zelda was one of the first games you got NES. It was definitely the most popular game amongst me and my friends when I was a little kid. So just looking at like the legacy of Zelda, Zelda. Do you have like a like a, like Do you have a hierarchy? Have you ranked them mentally? Do you do you do you know what they are in your mind? Like best top, like I don't know, let's say like five. Oh, have I, Adam? I have. Yeah, have 
I've thought. Oh, you have. I've thought about this. A, I've thought about this a lot. Um, so okay. So, so all right. Let me set it up then. Starting with number five and working back down to the best. What are your top five all-time Zelda games? Okay. Well, not making the list, and I'll just go over these very quickly. I won't say anything about the games. I because I did this in a top ten. Because I could talk about all these games. Um, but ten Skyward Sword for the Wii. Nine, Zelda, Adventures of Link for the NES. Number eight, Majora's Mask for the N64. Number seven, Twilight Princess for the Wii. And then number six um, was the Wind Waker for the GameCube. And You just can't help yourself, that, can you? I say top five, and can't. he still reads his whole list. <laughs> so, so number five. Um, uh, <laughs> he, just, he just steamrolls over my criticism there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. Top five. Go ahead. So, so number five is A Link Between Worlds for the 3DS. Now, this game is like basically a direct sequel to to A Link to the Past. Um, it's actually really cool because it's like the same exact overworld from, from the Super Nintendo version of Link to the Past. But it's just like... Um, that but is it's cool. Just a, it's just a... It's a, it's, but it's just a very nostalgic reminder of you know Link to the Past, um, and and it was on the 3DS, and it was for those who who played you know Zelda uh, on a hand, handheld. They haven't ever made really great games for Zelda on the handhelds. They they came out with a series called Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks, and I never I played the first one, and it was it was awful. And I never really had a Game Boy. I never really got into the Game Boy Zeldas. But this is the first Zelda handheld I like ever really spent a lot of time with. And it was just, it was very fun. It was a very, it, it made me realize like, you know, Nintendo can go back and they can re, they could, they can keep on doing more top down Zelda games, like, like retro inspired games. Like it was a lot of, a lot of fun. Um, did they, did they put that game on any other platform? Uh, on the 3DS for I don't believe so. I think it's just on 3DS. Like okay. you can't play too, it. You can't. That's too bad. You can't play it anywhere. It sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's fun. All right, what's um, number four? What's number four? Number four is the original Legend of Zelda on the NES. I couldn't not have it on the list. Um, I've played it. I, I've played it a lot. I've I've probably bought it. I've probably bought it a handful of times for like different consoles like on the Wii on I've bought it on the Switch or I don't think I bought it on the Switch but I've bought it I bought bought it multiple times and uh, so did you I mean, I did you grow on... up did you grow up playing that that one the original Zelda Yeah I had it um I had it on my so I got my Nintendo when I was like 4 and then one of like one of the like five games that was in my library was was Zelda um did I ever beat it when I was a kid no I never I never beat it as a kid um, Why not? Did I ever care to? I don't know. Just because, like, it it didn't have a story. Like, you were just literally just playing a game and going from you. And like, that was one of the things you, I was kind of confused about when you're talking about. I was like, the original Zelda like has no way of knowing where to go. Like, it doesn't tell you anywhere of like how to like get to certain dungeons. One of the dungeons is literally like you play a flute in like this dead end, and a dungeon appears. Like. And it, there's nothing to tell you to do that other than the like. That's not true. Is that not true? 
Someone tells you, to well, do that? like some little man. Yeah, somebody, somebody says like, uh, yeah, you know, I've heard that dungeons appear where where fairies no longer live, and there's like a couple of rooms in there that you they all look exactly the same, and you go up, and the fairy gives you full life. But there's one of those places where there's no fairies. That's the clue. Right. Okay. I mean, that's fair. I mean, I I mean, I've since gone back and beat the game. Um, and did you beat it using the internet? Of course. <laughs> there, one, of the, one of the, I know that one of the things to get to Ganon is like, you, cause you can go right to the end of the game and beat Ganon. No, like, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. You yes, have you can. to collect the, uh-huh. no, you have to collect the Triforce. You have to collect well, the Triforce, to, otherwise you. Okay, sorry. There's a way, okay, so let me just, there's a way to, to, to do it like by like, using like bugs and stuff like that anyways um so anyway oh. you're right but you you can go right to the dungeon like at the very beginning yeah you, just can't go you can go anywhere. to the dungeon you can't go in but you just can't go in yeah you can see the front like, of the dungeon yeah but like i think like the there is a clue that tells you where ganon lives and it's like go to like spectacle yeah. rock and like yeah. i have like how the f do you know how to get the spectacle rock like as a kid, I wouldn't know how to get there. I wouldn't know how to find this, like, this, like, hole in the wall in the middle of nowhere. I heard, like, I've read some, I've read some great, like, online commentary about, like, people that are just a little bit older than us, like, people like my sister's age, who were mm-hmm. into Zelda when it came out, and they were, like, teenagers, and I've heard them, like, I've heard stories of them making, like, giant grids, you know, out of, like, uh, graph paper, and uh, having awesome. to having to like engineer their victory essentially and i i don't know I, that just sounds so cool to me that sounds like such a cool memory of like you and your buddies working on graph paper to try and beat zelda i don't know that sounds fun to me and yet wandering around you know hyrule in the 64 version was no fun to me at all so i don't know go figure right um so yeah that that would be number number 4 i mean it's just a classic zelda like and i you can pick it up and you can go play through a couple of levels and it's still enjoyable, and it's still like it's very nostalgic in that sense. So you know, uh, so you know, I just go. hang on. I just I want I want to say that if you beat the Legend of Zelda on NES, you can start a second quest. Are you familiar with this? Yeah, you, if you just type in Zelda. Well, yeah, or if you just type in Zelda, you can just oh, skip to the second quest. But, but right, if right, you right. if you beat it, you can also go to the second quest. Anyway. I just recently, like within the last six months, beat the second quest for the first time ever. And it is impossible. It is impossible. You know those like things in the dungeon? They're like, uh, they look like little, they're little round balls of energy. They, they don't really have a face, yeah. but they're kind of like a little go, and they, t- and when they hit you, you lose, you lose your weapon for a short time. Like you can't use your sword. Yeah. So for in sure, the, huh? so in the second world, those dudes are everywhere, and it's it, like it's worse. It's like you never get your sword back until you find a different ghost of a different color that you go and it hits you, and then you get your sword back. So it's like a turn on, turn off approach. And if there <laughs> there are these like whole level dungeons where you have to make it through room after room after room after room and not get hit by one of these guys, otherwise you'll never be able to finish. And so, yeah, I beat it just recently using the internet and using save state and giving myself infinite bombs with, like, the built-in game genie. But 
But the idea that any kid could have ever beaten this in the 80s is like, it's like nuts to me or the early 90s. So if you're out there, if you actually did it without the help of internet or a, a game informer or a strategy guide, give us a freaking email. We'll just, we'll, if you can prove it, we'll just give you money. Because I say it's bullshit and that it didn't happen. <laughs> I, I, I kind of got a confession to make. I've never actually... I've never even tried to play the Zelda version. I mean, uh, not the Zelda. I mean, I've never tried to do the second quest only because I know I've read how difficult it is. And I just like, I don't want to try it. But like, I actually now it kind of sounds like I should try it. Maybe I should like just go through a couple dungeons on the hard level. And see well, how the, first I can make it. the first few dungeons aren't all that bad. It's when you get and, into the game a little bit and everything starts getting gated, like you said, and you have to find this or that. And there's so many warps, and some of those dungeons are just—they're just—they're just nuts. They're just nuts. And and they like they change like where the weapons are in the dungeons, right? Oh, like, it's e not like every. I think I think level one has a couple similarities, but every other dungeon is vastly different. Cool. Um, yeah. So number three on my list is um, the latest iteration of Zelda, um, the Breath of the Wild for the Nintendo Switch. Um, I've played it multiple times. I haven't. I've only. I think I've only beat it like twice. But uh, it's. I don't even know how to explain. It. Like this game could potentially be my number one. But as like, it's like one of those things you can't ever like give something. You can't say it's the best when it's something's already predated it and was what it made the game what it is today. But Breath of the Wild for the Switch is humongous. It is daunting. And it is, it, it's so much fun. It's one of the, it's, it's an approachable, and, and I know you're going to hate this. It's an approachable way to play Zelda, but like also have this, have the, the enormous scope of like the potential of what it, you know, could be like, it's, it is a, it is, is a daunting game, but it also, it tells you how to play it pretty easily. Um, and and it's fun. It's so a, what? And it, so I told you my biggest criticism. So I bought the Switch largely based on conversations you and I have had. I had to get right. you know a, a couple games for the Switch, and I told you my big complaint is that it's too flippin' easy. It's like they're trying to make it like if you guys have played Super Mario Odyssey, you know what I'm talking about. You literally just walk around. It's like oh, there's a star. Oh, let's go buy a star in the store. And when you die, you lose ten coins. There's coins everywhere. There's no there's no problem with dying. So. And then I got some other games for the Switch too, and they're just so damn easy. So uh, marry these concepts to me. Is the is the Breath of the Wild like really easy? No, it's no, it's not really easy at all. Um, it's actually very, it's difficult. It, if you die, like it isn't it, the one thing it isn't like really. It's just like all Zelda games. Like if you die in a Zelda game, you just restart at the beginning of the dungeon, or you know, like that kind of stuff happens in in Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild's like it's a it's a reimagination of like the Zelda of like the Zelda formula though. Like you don't have you don't have your typical weapons that you get from uh that you have in all like you don't get the hook shot in in it and you can you can have different types of swords. Like it's it's very RPG ish. Um like anyways, You level up? You don't you don't level up, but you it's 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 just a very it's a very different type of Zelda game. Like yeah, like I said, you don't have you don't have hook shots. You don't 
So you can use a boomerang, but there's not much use for it. Um, there's a lot of different mechanics in it that like, I can't really explain well, um, but that they introduced at the very beginning of the game. Like you can, you have bombs, but like you don't have like a limited amount. Like they kind of did this recharge over time just so you can kind of use them mm. um, throughout the game. They, they kind of yeah. work as more of a tool to get, you know, get past certain objects. Um, there's like, there's a lot of like, um, there's no hearts in the game either. That's one, one of the, you, you do a lot of like crafting of like foods and that's how you like re regain your energy. You can like, you can like pick off, pick, pick up like herbs and like different types of flowers and, and mix them together with like apples and like you can regenerate your health. Um, and some of those. So can... what, what's the, po so I've heard that there's like, like dozens and dozens and dozens of these little dungeons everywhere in this game. Is that right? That's true. So basically there's not, there's not, there's not like those big grandos dungeons that were in like Ocarina of Time or in the other, like in Wind Waker, places like that, games like that. Um, there's all these little things called shrines and they all are like little puzzles. They all have like, a little objective and you go through it and you get like this thing called a spirit orb. Um, and once you, when you, and once you collect four spirit orbs from four different shrines, you can then put that towards, you know, getting another heart or you can put it towards your stamina, which helps you like do stuff like climb and swim. So, longer. so how long is it? How long does it take you to beat a shrine? Uh, anywhere from like 10 to like, some of them are like really difficult and, 30 minutes like um and there's 70 of them in the game so you don't you don't need to you don't need to beat them all to beat the game uh they just help you get stronger what what there are what there what there are in breath of the wild there's a thing is called um oh shit i just lost my train of thought um there's these that's all right we should move on anyways no, yeah, this it's very it's a different it's a different Zelda game. It really changed changed the formula, and it was it it's definitely an experience that I would recommend anyone to try to play if you are interested in playing the Zelda game um, with voice acting. Very first very first Zelda game to ever have voice acting, um, and then and then the last last one number one on my list is Ocarina of Time. Number two on my list is Link to the Past, and Link to the Past is just basically, a, a, I think, I mean, they just took the the original Zelda formula and they just made it 16-bit. They gave it a story. They gave, like, more characters that you can talk to. They gave you all these, like, new fun weapons, all these stapled weapons that are, like, that are in every Zelda game, pretty much in every Zelda game now, like the hookshot. Um, like the ice rod, fire rod. Um, they, this game, like, we could do a we could do a show on Link to the Past, but we we would probably won't. You can you can find a new you can find a new co-host. This is going way too long. This is so nerdy Zelda e for me. We gotta wrap this up. <laughs> we've only we've only gone like oh. four, we've only gone like forty minutes. It's not even that long. Yeah. Oh my god. I get. You know what's going long is just this list. I mean, it's a top five list. <laughs> well, we had to we had to talk about each Zelda game a little bit. So Link to the Past, you played. Link, right. you played Link to the Past, right? 
Yeah, I like it. It's it's good. That's that's all I have to say. It's good. Have you have you gone have you played any other Zeldas besides so you played Ocarina of Time, you've played Link to the Past, like did you ever play Wind Waker or anything like that? You know, my sister gave me um the Wind Waker on GameCube and I tried to play it and I just couldn't. I just I just can't get into it. I don't know what it is. It just felt so slow. Um, I not, like you start you start out on this like tropical island. It took me forever just to get off this goddamn island. What are those things called? Cuckoos or cuckoos or these fucking chickens in this world? Yeah. You have to fly around with these damn cuckoos and I don't know. You know what? Another complaint about Ocarina of Time is that damn little village where you got to collect all the cuckoos or whatever. How do you? What are they called? The, I think they're called. I mean, I, it's C U C C O, and I think they're called cuckoos. Um, Okay, you gotta collect all those damn cuckoos by like getting up to really high places and jumping and then like gliding into the guy's little. F- I don't know stuff like that. I don't know. I just I don't care for it. Well, but you're. I mean, you're ta- saying, I, it sounds like your favorite type of game is not an action adventure. It sounds like your favorite type of game is like something totally different than like what I like. So right, that's safe to say. Well, I don't. I don't know. I mean, don't you think that Mario is kind of an action adventure? No, it's a platformer. It's totally. I mean, it's it's. What about 64? Mario 64. I would say it's a... I, mean, it's I think a, that may be... It's a platformer still. I mean, it's a... It's not an action... It's not an action RPG. That's for sure. Um, yeah, you're probably right then. I don't know. I like... Yeah, you're probably right. I mean, the only action... I, uh, RPG, the I, only a, a action RPG I can think that you... That I know that... I know that you like is Fallout. Um, but... Yeah, but... I guess. Uh, yeah, but that's like a real RPG. You actually level up, and there's so much like character design, and there's so much... That's true. I don't know. To me, Fall- Fallout and Zelda are nothing alike. Oh, they're they, not. They're not. They're, I mean, there's... I mean, the genres of... The, the genre of, like, action RPG, like, is very different. Nintendo has always taken a, a more approachable route to, like, those types of games than, like, you know, other developers, they, other people just make, other developers can, they make them complicated and more like, like the choices you make actually affect your character. Like that doesn't happen in Zelda. You don't make any choices. You just play the game. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, Fallout and like Super Mario 64 and like GoldenEye on 64, Super Smash Bros. on 64 are probably like the games I've played most in my life yeah. on console. So, and you know, the, and when I was in high school, I really enjoyed playing like Mario Kart and Mario Party with my friends. This is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zelda's just, I mean, I, I, Zelda is one of those games that uh, no matter what iteration it is, it's always just like, I, I've always been very, very excited for. I've bought consoles based on, on it. Like, I remember <laughs> you were with me. Uh, me and Adam both waited in line, uh, to buy the Wii. Um, and part of the reason why I wanted to get the Wii so bad wasn't because it had this like motion control. It was because the, the the launch game for it was Zelda and uh, for the Twilight Princess. And like, and you know, I had I had to play. The, didn't that game? Didn't that game suck? Uh, it didn't. I mean, it didn't suck. It was just. It was. Uh, what I'll say about about it is that it, it the overworld. You know, it was big and it was really big and randos whatever but like it was more about the dungeons and like going through dungeons and and um and this story was kind of like eh, it was, there it had very like japanese overtones like 
Like it was very, you could tell the the game was very like it's a. I mean, it's made by Japanese people, which is understandable. But I don't know. It, it's a good game. I I haven't ever played a Zelda game that I didn't like. I love all. I've loved all the Zelda games. Like I've beaten. So all you're just a fanboy. Yeah, well, yeah, I guess they could do. They could do no wrong to you. Um. That I mean, I you mean, put you put you put Zelda two. Link's Adventure, or the Adventure of Link on NES on your goddamn top ten list. That game's terrible. I, well, that game, <laughs> I have, every Zelda game, I have, like, very, like, nostalgic, like, I have, a, I have a game, I have a story that goes behind, like, every Zelda game. Like, my mom brought me home Zelda 2 from the grocery, I mean, the grocery store, from Target once. It was, like, a game on discount, and she, like, she knew I liked Zelda, and she had just, like, randomly like just bought me this brand new what i thought was a brand new game and and gave it to me and i and i played it and i and i it's not a good game but it was it was fun i mean it was fun to play it was a different it was a you know a different type of zelda i mean i it's a it's more nostalgic reasons why like if you these rankings aren't really purely based on like playability it's more like the nostalgic you know part of it so i don't know but nostalgia is different for everybody your top 10 list is bunk you made a top 10 list based on your nostalgia well i also i will say this i did not the the top 10 list is basically based on i'm not giving it's it's my top 10 list not yours it's not like (laughs) it's not like no it's, it's yeah that's true but we're doing a show for our fans and you did it on your nostalgia by the way guys we decided to let Brennan have a show. We're like, okay, Adam doesn't really like Zelda, but Brennan, Brennan does. Brennan's going to carry the show. Brennan's going to lead the show. He's going to come up with everything. He's going to be the main point of the show, and Adam's just going to be the Brennan. So other than giving a shitty synopsis, I've tried my best to be Brennan on this show. Well, I, I appreciate that. I think it's, a, I, I think it's worth doing. It's, like a, it's, it's easily my, my most – it's my best topic of, like – Video games are just like what I, I can just talk about for forever, and not just Zelda, but like you know Mario games. I you know I love, I love, I just love, I love Nintendo. Like I'm a Nintendo fanboy. Like it's not just like, I mean Zelda is just a you know a piece of it, but like I love all things Nintendo, and I've I've bought I've bought every pretty much since the GameCube. I've bought every game every console at launch, like when it launched. Um, you know, I've bought a lot of the, the 3DSs, like I bought, you know, I've just, I've played, I'm a Nintendo fanboy. What can I say? So you are like, there's people that are, that love PlayStation. Like, yeah, PlayStation's nice. I, I have one. I, Xbox is fun. I have one of those too. Like, but I just love Nintendo. Um, so I, I, I'm the, I'm the worst at Super Smash Brothers, but I've bought every, Super Smash Brothers since the original, and I still play it, and I I'm awful at it. So, and guess who my main is in in, in Super Smash Brothers? Sheik. No, it's Link. I yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that. I what clue would I have had? <laughs> <laughs> um, All yeah, right, we can All wrap right. it up. We can wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. It's a fun show. The best type of show is when you can just sit back and make fun of me and like 
That's basically what we just did. So you just made fun of me for that's, 50 minutes, and that's that's all right with me. That's true. That is a winning formula. I've heard that from several of our fans. So uh, um, maybe you're right. Maybe we should. Maybe I should just let you talk about whatever you want to talk about all the time, and I should just sit in the back row heckling with the other Muppets. We we mostly should just talk about stuff that we can talk back and forth on. Because like, there's sometimes I just like I cannot like yeah, I just can't talk about it. I just like I don't I don't know much about and it. And for the record, though. Those are shows we agree to, by the way. Those are shows that Brennan claims he knows a lot about and is excited to do the show. That we start recording, he's like, yeah, I don't remember a single episode. It's not like I bully you into those shows. Like, no, we're talking about Ren and Stippy, goddammit. Like, we agree to them mutually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. I, it's what, I, I always think I have these. Uh, I, can, I, remember, I remember things. I just, like, I can't. I can't recall like certain aspects of like of the show. Like you have such a good memory of like of like of a movie. Like you can like recite like like a scene in the movie, and you could have only seen it like twice or one time. Like I've seen the movie like for this example, I've seen Dumb and Dumber like a dozen times. I like I couldn't I couldn't even describe a, a scene in that movie to you just because like. I, that's not how my memory works. I don't know. I'm not a good storyteller. Maybe I should take a class. Maybe I should take a storytelling class. You know, they have a class like that. I think it used to be called like Roastmasters or something oh, like that. Toast it was really Toastmasters. Toastmasters. Yes, that's all for about people that want to get better at telling stories and being better public speakers. So I, I think I'm a good public speaker. I just can't tell stories. Like my 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 kids. Well, maybe. <laughs> If we get a sponsorship deal, we'll we'll put that money to sending gl- uh, Brennan to Toastmasters. Um, every night we I my I'll not link or when we we put Link and Ivy to sleep, either me or Abby, uh, they'll like we'll put them to sleep. We'll tuck them in bed. and They're like, "Can you tell us this story?" And I'm like, "No, I can't." Like, and I I was like, "Where did where did they get this?" <laughs> I'm not good at it. Where did I? Where did they get this idea that I could tell them a story going to bed? And I recently found out found out that it's like because they're whenever their 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 papa, their grandfather, Abby's dad, watches them, he tells them some random story that he makes up off the top of his head. And I'm just like, well, I can't Ooh, call me. I want to. I want to tell. I want to tell your kids a random story. I promise to keep it PG. <laughs> uh, Put okay. me on speaker. Put me on Bluetooth speaker. You and your kids can all be lying down. I'll tell. I'll tell the three of you some fun story that I just come up with. Oh, that actually doesn't sound like a, a terrible idea. Maybe I can maybe just record. No, I'd that. love to. Maybe you can just record it for me. And we could play it for him. <laughs> no, no, we record it as a podcast. Perfect. Uh, oh, Brennan's twin story time. <laughs> I could I, retell. I could retell. Well, I could retell a '90s movie or TV show via fairy tale story. Change the details as I see fit. Give it to your kids. We record it. Post it. Genius. Oh my gosh. Well, say goodbye to the Super 90s brothers and hello to Adam's fairy tale tales. Huh? 90s retails, yeah. Uh, All right. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm not going to do a rant today. I kind of did one earlier about how I don't like games that aren't very intuitive. Um, so, we're going to move, move it on up here. We want to thank everybody for being awesome fans, being fans of the show, being our friends, uh, reaching out to us on Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. You can email the show at super90sbrothers, all spelled out, at gmail.com. But more importantly, you need to give us those five-star iTunes reviews, guys. Come on. We're kicking ass here. Am I right? 
five yeah. five star iTunes reviews is what we need, and you are the ingredient that we are seeking. Um, for our next show, we're going to be doing Ah Home Alone. So uh, we look forward to that. Christmas time. Have a Merry Christmas. Christmas is in two weeks. We're going to try and get that show out before Christmas time comes. So you guys have something to curl up next to with your families, roasting chestnuts on an open fire, and listening to Super 90s Brothers. Do you have anything to add, Brennan? I don't. Peace. Okay. Bye, guys. Have a good one.